All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I hate to break the fishing news up, Ramchuk, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations. You're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for, like, an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Welcome in episode 202 of the Real Life Podcast. I am Tyler Yaremchuk, your host, joined alongside Jay Downton, the squire as they know him. Wanya's here, Bagged Milk is here, and uh, who this is going to be an interesting one because the Oilers decided not to show up for another playoff game and they now find themselves on the verge of elimination. Or will they? Maybe they win tomorrow. We're going to talk about all of that. Before I uh, introduce everybody again, should let you know we're brought to you by the fine folks at Jappa. Jappa believes Edmonton will come back in this series, and if Jappa believes, so should you. Uh, Jay, you're in a vehicle right now cruising along. Where are you? I'm in the back of the nation truck. Uh, in, the so I can, in the back so I can jump on the podcast being responsible. Uh, just wheeling into Invermere on a uh, on a bit of a golf trip. Uh, hoping last night would have kicked off with a bang. We had a great round in, in Canmore at Silvertip and then poured ourselves into a bar to watch the Oilers game, uh, thinking this was going to be the cherry on top to a magical day. And uh, little did I know, I was going to go home crying and eat my, eat my feelings out of the late night don't air place, uh, forced them to stay open. The guy was initially refusing me, uh, but made him make me a don't air so I could go sit in my bed, eat my feelings and, Get on with this. How was Silvertip? <laughs> oh, I think Jay might have... Uh, his phone is not connecting well. So we will ignore oh, the question of how is Silvertip and go to Wanye. Wanye, how did you enjoy the game last night? Did you also have well, a donair in bed? I didn't have to eat my feelings because even though they... I thought they showed up for most of the game. What the fuck? They gassed the last six minutes with a fucking own goal and a tip. Yeah, they were bad in the first 10 minutes, too, though. Yeah, and, but I don't think they didn't show up. I think that, like, old Uncle Leon had a pair. I don't know. I thought it was overall. I thought Koskinen played awesome. I thought he was okay. I thought he was good. I, w- I won't say great, but I'll say he was good. I thought he was passable. Oh, yeah. you know, the, re- the real problem to me was, like, Koskinen was fine, whatever your, whatever your rank on him was. It was fine. Leon had a big game. Uh, Connor scored again. Nuge got another point. Big three are producing. The problem was, deserved or not, the Oilers spent way too much time in the penalty box. Yeah. 
It's hard to win a hockey game when you take six fucking penalties, man. But when they're penalties like the one you threw up on Twitter, where the guy basically fucking breathed on him, which in a non-COVID era shouldn't be a penalty. I don't well, think and, all those fucking penalties are deserved, quite honestly. Well, that, and that's and that's my point. Like, deserved or not. But it's it's like, there was a point, I was so mad last night, I just necked a rum and coke, like, just top to bottom, down it went. It was that period when Russell got called for that bullshit holding Awful. penalty. And then Athanasiu got that one for, like Wanya said, basically breathing on Patrick Kane. And all of a sudden, they're down by two men. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Now, listen, boys, it's the fucking playoffs, all right? And then we've watched a lot of garbage over the years. It didn't mean anything. And we don't know how to behave in these big games. you got to cool out. This shit's going to take forever. You see how grumpy Connor was last game? You think, what is he going to do next game? He's going to get 14 points. It's oh, cool. you got to cool out. It's just, it was just it was interesting to watch. Well, annoying to watch as an Oilers fan. But just like normally in the playoffs, you can decapitate a person. And they'll be like, no, clean hit. No problem. But then last night, it was just everything was sending the Oilers to the box. And the, the I guess the frustrating part for me, and I admit that I'm fully biased, it wasn't being called the same way both for both teams. Absolutely not. The fact that Yamamoto gets called for boarding and then Kirby Doc decides to drive Ennis through the end boards. And I know Ennis turned, but so did Connor Murphy. Like people are ignoring that. Ennis went and made a quick turn. Connor Murphy was in the process of stopping to grab the puck because he sort of overskated it, and Yamamoto drove through him. Like to me, those are both penalties. I just when Ennis got hit and you could hear him yell. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, is that what they talk like? And you can't hear over eighteen thousand people yelling at their buddies. It was the same thing, to be honest. Like that, I I did not like hearing Tyler Ennis in pain like that, and it just got announced he's out indefinitely. Um, What's the injury? Unfit to play. I, yeah, they just said unfit to play, even so though we all know. Sorry to interrupt you, Bagmont. Is everybody who gets injured in the playoffs, regardless of injury, just declared unfit? Yeah, because they don't want to start going specific yeah, on some yeah. injuries. And then if one guy is unfit to play, it'll be like, oh, well, he obviously has COVID. So they're just calling everything unfit to play. <laughs> what? It's very think, clear that his fucking leg is falling off. Yeah, I don't think Ennis has COVID right now. Jake Muzzin had to get stretchered off, and he, they're like, yeah, unfit to play. I don't think he was stretchered off due to COVID. And that's another one that I was... So I was watching that Leafs game the other day, and uh, the thing about having no crowd in the building, I haven't mind during the play. I haven't, I haven't minded at all. It hasn't been a problem for me. But when like Muzzin went down and the arena was pin drop quiet, while the paramedics were coming out and working on him, it was it was eerie. They got to ask a poll of players. Do you want music? Oh, hey Jay, you're back. I hope so. Oh, well, well. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about how weird it is when the arena is like pin drop quiet when these players are hurt. Could you hear oh, yeah. Jay when you were in the bar and it yell when he got hurt? Uh, no, because the bar refused to put the sound of the game on. Of course. Mm-hmm. So it's like pin drop quiet, right? And they skate out, they bring the trainer over, and Ennis like goes to his feet, and you can like hear him yell in pain. It was an awful moment. Yeah, great oh, insight there, Jay. Great insight. Uh, your there phone just cut out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are that's, you there? Uh, yeah, there you Maybe. I don't know. Oh, it's the absolute worst. Yeah. My phone should fall. I'm in the mountains. It's beautiful. My phone shows I got full bars, but yes, everything keeps fucking dropping out. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, like we heard that one there perfectly. So your phone clearly mm-hmm. wanted you to let us know that the phone isn't working. But um, like, yeah. here's my take on sort of the first three games here as a whole. Like, to me, in game one, it was a D game. I, that's that's the grade I kind of gave them. I I thought it was as close to a fail as you could have. Game two, they were better. I gave them a B, but they still weren't at their best. Last night was somewhere in the middle, a C grade. I, I've said it a bunch of times now, and I've written it. If they bring their A game, it doesn't matter what Chicago does. Like, if the Oilers play as good as we've seen them play through stretches this season, they will easily walk through the final two games of this series. I'm just, I'm not lacking confidence in their ability to beat Chicago. I'm lacking confidence in their ability to show up and play an A game in a big one, which tomorrow is, like, they just they haven't been playing at the level that you'd expect. But who do you who do you like Connor's been playing unbelievable. Connor hasn't Leon's been great at been five good. on five. Leon hasn't been great at five on five. They've been racking up power. Well, Connor McDavid hasn't been great. Connor McDavid has been unbelievable these first three games overall. I I'm not gonna say unbelievable. I thought he was unbelievable in game two. 
And I would say game one, he was rather pedestrian and got outplayed by the Blackhawks' fourth line at even strength. And in game three, he had moments, but he wasn't dominating the play at five on five. I'm, I'm not going to give him like an A+. Plus. Like, I, I just think we need more from... At, at On the power play, yes, they've been great. Him and Drysaddle have had moments at five on five where they look good. But as a whole... You need more from them. You need more from everyone. Like, I don't think there's an Oiler who I look at right now and go, he's had an amazing series. If we're looking what? at Connor, if we're looking at Connor specifically, last night, I thought that the fact that the Oilers took so many penalties really affected Connor's yeah. game because you notice Tippett double shifting him immediately after penalties to try and get his legs going. Even Gregor post game asked Asin to see you because he had been sitting on the bench for ages without, you know, so much as a shift. What do you have to do when you're just sitting there and you don't kill penalties and you're not on the first unit power play? Like, how do you stay in it? He's like, you just got to try and keep your legs going. And I thought for Connor, there was times where he needed to get into the game, but he wasn't able to do that as a product of circumstance. I think you're bang on with that. And what I'll add is we talked about how the officiating was sketchy at best, but there was also two penalties, the Archibald one and the Yamamoto one, where Yamamoto needs to know not to put a shoulder into a guy's back when he's four feet away from the boards. And and or Archibald needs to know not to run blatant interference right in front of the ref. Like, yes, there were some penalty calls that were horrendous, but if you take out that four-minute gap there, of two penalties, four minutes, where you took bad penalties that were just undisciplined, that's four minutes where Connor McDavid could have been on the ice. That's four minutes where Athanasiu's not losing his stride and getting cold on the bench. Like, they, they need to cut out some of that shit as well. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, like, outside of Connor and Leon and Nuge, they're producing, but, like, they need some emotion from some of the other guys on the team. To me... Where the fuck is Chop Cassie? Where's yeah, where I was Cassie just going to say. Where's Jujar? Like, we got to fucking make them pay. Where's the energy, Jay? That's what it's I was going to say. there. Like, I know. To me, the most the disappointing is Cassian. 2017 oh, playoff Cassian. 2017 playoff Cassian was a fucking wrecking ball. And if you came anywhere near him, he was going to blow you up. And now he looked like, do we have to lock him in a cage and poke him with sticks until tomorrow? Like, I don't know what happens because he has been a non-event every time he's on the ice. It, it's sad to see, but all, that, that has such an impact on, on the game and it brings so much energy to the team. We've got, we've got no jam. Where's the juice? Where's the jizz? Sure. I, I agree 100 percent. Like Cassian, it's it's Houdini like because you're amazed at how quickly he just completely fell off the face of the earth and disappeared here. Like, is, is there something we don't know that's going on? Because like this Cassian's never played like this in an Oilers uniform. Well, he's probably rusty, right? He's older, he's had time off for COVID. A lot of these guys still aren't in game. Nobody no, there's gotta be something underlying there. There's there's no motivation for him out there to go and hit guys. Yeah, like, like he has, I don't think he's made a hit. If, if it was skill guys that are that are coming back and looking slow, I'd be like, you know, it takes a while to get your legs under you and all that. But when it comes down to guys like Cassian, like, it feels like it should just be an effort thing. Like, if he wants to go out there and skate his balls off and hit everything that moves and throw pucks on net and just wreak havoc on them, like, he's he's able to do that just by sort of controlling his own effort in a sense. Bag milk, how many shots is Cass- or hits does Cassian have? Can you tell on your magic computer? Uh yeah, let me uh, just pull it up. Here. I wouldn't take if the, I won't even take a lot of stock on what that says because what they I just want to see the numbers though relative to who is hitting and how what do they have. Yeah, the one like, thing I'll Jujar add, needs to be out there and ex- like we're not exacting any of our physical abilities. Um, which is a pain in the ass. We don't have a D man who's going to do anything on the back end. About well, Larson normally plays like a prick, but he he didn't play last night. Do we do any inklings as to why? Tippett says you know what it he'll is. Reevaluate him. You know what it is. Like Gregor asked him post game, and he's just unfit to play. Unfit to play. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, looks like Cassian has been given credit for three hits over three games. That's what? not enough. It needs to be three hits a period. Like you should have three yeah. hits a shift. Like yeah, it's, I, it's but it's so like we're not like we're not going like playoffs are a war, and we're not we're not doing anything. Connor is Connor's Connor's scoring. Yeah, like he, he is. He like he's scoring like crazy and getting points like crazy. But you're right. Like you know, his five on five play isn't his best, and there's you know there's some there's some holes there. There's but there's a ton of holes in, in the lineup. If, if like the, the rest of the team should be filling those holes for him, um, but yeah, like. 
Where's our D? Our goaltending isn't that great. Granted, I last Cossidy night was good. Last game, I thought he got. He was okay. He was okay. Granted, granted, only one one goal went off a off a stick, and the rest was like bounced off a player. So, like once again, Blackhawks came in and played playoff hockey last night. Just traffic, throwing pucks on net, and and, and getting a luck, a few lucky bounces, and 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 were, was able to pull off the game. Like, but fuck, like we gotta we like. You gotta learn how to win. You gotta learn with six minutes left, and you got a one goal game to put it to bed. And, and to me, to me, it's like Chicago's not, by my eye, Chicago isn't playing all that well. They're not world beating the hockey team right now, but the Oilers are doing a very good job of shooting themselves in the foot. They are the penalties, the penalties, the the fucking just a lot of just simple mistakes. Um, is killing us. Like it's 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 killing us. Like fucking stop taking ten thousand penalties a game, especially dumb ones. Like it's just it's it's. I don't I don't know what's going on. Tippett must be losing his fucking mind right now. He has to be. Like the way this team played throughout portions of the season. Like there were dips. There was that dip in December and all that. But other than that, like they deserve to be a top five team in the Western Conference. And right now mm-hmm. they can't beat the twelve seed. Like. They they're just it's so frustrating. This is to this watch. is the December Oilers. The December Oilers are showing up right now, and that's we we need the fucking January February Oilers to 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 come out here. And like I they're said, shake all, all they up. have to do all they yeah, they'll shake shit up. All they have to do is honestly, if they if they come out and play their B game, we're winning the series. Like I still I still have hope that they're going to pull it together. But it's just, it's just it's just it's just disappointing just to see the. Just the 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 product so far. That's all. I, that's all. I, I'm just disappointed. Like if it goes to five games and we get to ride the roller coaster of drama and we move on, great. I, I think they can do it. But like, I just the question I just want to ask is like, why is this happening? <laughs> like, why are they doing this right now? Yeah, I just maybe it goes back to that thing we saw during the regular season where they'll beat the best teams. And they lost to basement dwellers. Like, that was their thing during the season, right? They didn't know how to play against bad teams. It almost feels like the second they take their foot off the gas, they don't know how to put the pedal back down to the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I'm just, like, re- going through a bunch of those goals. And yeah. when they fucked well, a lot of those goals were just gross last night. I felt bad for Bear, right? Like, yeah. Me too. Yeah. The but look on his face as he was watching. Sorry, buddy. The the look on his face when he was looking up at the at the yeah. jumbotron to see the puck go in off his stick like I felt so bad for the guy. I thought social media was going to feed it to him, but they actually were pretty good. No, because he's been one of our best defensemen, if not I our agree. best defenseman. I love his game. I love him. Did my phone cut out on my rant when I was talking about how? No, I clear the bell. By the donair shop to serve me a donair. Yeah, we got all that. Oh, yeah. oh that was great. Okay, well, my I thought it cut out. I was <laughs> I was very proud of that. That was, that was the thing that saved the day. But uh, actually, what, you, you guys want to hear a nice little compliment? I was at the gas station. I was at the Petro Canada in Canmore, and a guy pulled up to me and said, I like you guys on the podcast. I'm like, awesome. And then kind of talked about how he listens all the time with his kids. For real? Uh, yeah. And I'm like, well, we'll try to stop swearing then so much. He's like, no, no, it's all good. They don't care. I'm like, all right. Let's <laughs> fucking go. <laughs> My kids don't care if you swear. Well, you should be the yeah, other way and, around. Yeah. And then they got out and took a photo with the truck. For real? Yeah. Can you send it to me so I can post it? I did. They took a photo. Hopefully, oh. if he's listening, he'll send us the photo. Yeah. Yeah. DM but, us or whatever. Uh, that was very nice. I was wearing my Oilers uh, swim trunks and uh, a uh, a tank top because I'm in full tropical vacay mode. Fair enough. You should see. You should see the fucking look I've got going on right now. <laughs> I haven't got a haircut in like six months now. At this, well, point. let's see it. Check it out. I've got the bandana going. Whoa. I've got the fucking white Oh, beater. my God. You look like you're on. So you're going for a season of Survivor. I'm ready to. I'm ready for a poison. Cool. Yeah, you're, you're either you're either joining a poison cover band or you're opening yeah. up an exotic zoo. I don't know which it is. I'm ready to go. I've got the side. And you know what I did? I, I did the thing where I cut the sides out of the shirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. got to be done. Right. Letting okay. the nips show. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, Got to get a breathe in on those nips, Tyler. Let's go. All right, you're in playoff mode. Hopefully fucking Zach Tassin <laughs> can channel some inner bag milk and play with some fire here. In, in a sick, twisted way, 
this feeling of like disappointment and anger after an Oilers game, isn't that kind of what we wanted throughout the entire decade of darkness? Like you wanted to give so much of a shit about an important Oilers game that you wake up in the morning pissed off and hung over yes. being like, fuck, oh. I'm still mad even after waking up. Well, so you want, no, no, we, we had those days throughout the decade of darkness. We just want the upside of being in the actual playoffs. But that's what I mean, right? Like when you were getting, when you're out of the race by January, it was just kind of like, oh, what would you give for them to just get in, just to be in the first round, just to have that feeling of watching meaningful Oilers games. And we're getting that. So while I sit here yeah. and I wake up hungover, pissed off, and with a lot less money in my cool bet account than I had previously, I, I'm still, still kind of like, yeah, welcome to the playoffs. Like this is what I wanted. I'm still hopeful. I mean, two, winning two games in a row, it's, They've done it. They can do it. It's just, man, more Monday, less Wednesday. The comparison I made... Sorry, go ahead. The comparison I made was... uh, What was the... Before this, the most disappointing loss in recent memory was the double OT loss to the Ducks in 2017, right? Where they blew that lead late, lost it in double OT with Perry scoring the goal. And what did they do the very next game? So, I assume one. Well, they beat the piss out of them in game six. Yeah, they and beat the piss out of them at home. Yeah, so, they crushed them. I, I honestly won't be surprised if they come out of the gates tomorrow and just fucking run the show and rack up like a 5-1-6-1 win. And, they uh, have to. Not that I'm calling this sort of an odd shark super line or anything like that because they are our gambling sponsor. Uh, I, I'm going to be putting money on the Oilers minus two and a half goals. Like I just think they could. I think they're going to run the show tomorrow. Oh, I like it. I'm going to back you up. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but I'm going to bet on it because that's my thing now. Minus two and a half would just be the Oilers winning by three goals or more, which is very oh, no, doable. Yeah. And it'll pay out like 100%. probably crazy. I don't know what the exact line on it is. That's but the I best. When you, make a, when you make a crazy bet like that and the Oilers win, yeah. like th- those two events happening together just feel so nice. Uh, tomorrow, the Oilers are still favorites on the money line at minus 135. Actually, bigger favorites than they were in game three. And uh, you can bet on the Oilers right now to win by more than a goal and a half, and it's about plus 175. I'm, I don't see anything, though, for Oilers by more than two and a half goals, but it's probably going to be something. Well, like then just hammer the goal one. and a half because it's automatic. I don't, I, I don't throw this term around loosely, but I do. It's easy money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm excited for next Monday. Like I'm excited for next Monday when we're joined by uh, our new betting expert, Scott Hastings, who's going to be hopping on the show every uh, Monday for the final kind of 10, 15 minutes here, and he will make us all much smarter in the world of yeah, betting. Yeah, he's just going to think we're idiots. It's going to be great. I think he's going to really appreciate my strategy of shooting from the hip. I'm sure he's going to advise you to stop <laughs> doing that. Ah, uh, no. Nope. <laughs> I like it. You got you to gotta gamble with your heart, not your brain. Is I, I think that's exactly what they say, our friends at Odd Shark. Gamble with your heart, not with your brain. Uh, we, we text about this a lot now, Bagged Milk. Um, but, like, the crack of this, of sports betting, is betting on shot totals. I love it, man. It's so funny. Like, as soon as you, I bet on the shot total for the over 61.5 last, in last night's Oilers game, yeah. and as soon as I saw the first period ended with, like, 12 total shots or whatever it was, I'm like, oh, man. There it goes. But then my like, boy Leon, the whole my boy game? Leon came through. Two and a half, got it for me in the first yeah. period. Over a point and a half, I bet him on, I, I, I knew he was going to do it. He won for me there. I'd need the rest of the boys to follow suit. Uh, yeah, like I find myself just sitting there watching entire games being like, okay, how many behind the pace are they now? They need, you know, 12 shots through the final nine minutes. So I need a couple here, a couple there. Like it's so much fun to watch as you go. Uh, speaking of betting, man, the 50, 50 got out of hand in a hurry. Hey, (laughs) I just, I love, there's nothing that makes me happier than Oilers fans being just a massive 50, 50 family. And it It got shut down. Six hours before puck drop yesterday. <laughs> it seemed like people didn't even like, it seems like almost a challenge for Edmonton. Like they don't even give Hell a shit yeah. about winning. Everyone's like, can nope. we beat our high score? We love it. It's part of our identity. Cause there was a thing I was, I think it was on Sunday night where the Canucks game had set a record at like 1.4 or something like that. The That's next true. game, 
Monday, Oilers game blows it out of the water at three point whatever. And then yesterday, if they didn't shut it down, it could have hit 10. Oh, 100%. It was going there. So I my wonder. Favorite if- flex, my favorite flex on social media is people being like, ha ha, your city's 50 50 is the shittiest compared to us. Yeah, that like, is also hilarious. I love it. Bragging about our lottery ticket purchase. It is was- mind blowing, though. Like, like I said, like, I've been I've been to like Major League Baseball stadiums with like sixty thousand people, and the fifty fifty pot is three grand. They, this they is how we don't finance society. Rather than having fucking income tax, we should have like fifty fifty <laughs> for like a hundred dollars a day. And you're like, oh shit, the fifty fifty for the new school. Oh shit, I won. <laughs> Well, I mean, it was funny because we ran out of 50-50 on the Oilers game yesterday, but then the Christmas Bureau tweeted out that they are also running a 50-50, so I was retweeting that from the nation. I saw people jumping in on that one, too, so it's just any 50-50. So hold on. Now the Christmas Bureau is allowed to do online 50-50? I think everyone uh, is. I think way. it's like a new thing. Didn't AGLC like change the rules on it? Now like if you want to start an online 50-50, you just can. Really? Now we need to now we need to normalize road pops. I want to walk around with a beer. It's too nice to not walk around with a beer. Jay, That's a great point. Jay, yeah. what would be stopping us from doing our own fifty fifty and giving money to charity? You'd have to just be a registered like you have to have a lottery license to do a fifty fifty. Because before like, there was still, no way to do it online. Yeah, yeah, but like you still have to go through the the process of getting a lottery license to do a fifty fifty. Imagine we did our own 50-50 through the Nation app. Oh, yeah. If we're going to open it up, why not? Well, why not? Fuck it. It's a, it's a great, it's a great, as we've proven, it is a great fundraising mechanism. Maybe that's a good idea to add for, for functionality. Mm-hmm. You can only do it in the province, though, right? You can't do it in nationality? Yeah. Or yeah. nationwide, rather? Yeah, it's yeah. provincial. Why? I wonder. AGLC. I think yeah. Yeah. It, it's just one of those things where like every province has their own set of gambling rules, right? I wonder, wouldn't it, I would love to know how many people like Oilers fans in say Ontario or whatever are firing money back home just to get oh. in on this. Oh, oh there's no a doubt. Second, yeah, you or getting a, a VPN or change, changing their VPN. Well, that was, that was crazy. Like the black market that immediately set up after the 50-50 shut, people were reselling 50-50 tickets. Really? Somebody got <laughs> mad at me yesterday because I jokingly tweeted when it got shut down, uh, who wants to buy my 50-50 tickets? I got them for you. And yep. there was a dude that slid into my DMs and he was mad about it. He's like, how are you fucking doing this, gouging other fans on this? I'm like, bro, I'm joking. I'm not, I'm, settle down, man. <laughs> I saw people getting mad. They were like, oh, the Oilers like do a 50-50 and it's 5.6 million. How come we can't do this for other charitable initiatives? Like blah, 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 blah. Oh, and it's like, people, man. For the love of, shut up. Like, are we, you know what? It, it, to me, it was fun. Like this, yeah. is, like, this has been some of the first bits of fun we've had in a while. And talking about the ridiculous 50-50 and live tweeting it from our newly reacquired Oilers Nation Twitter account Woo. was fun. Sending out screenshots, sending out what people would do with the money if they want it. It's been fun, man. Like, let us let us live. Oh. Let us live. If they, did, oh, if they did online 50-50s every game for a decade... You'd make 800 new millionaires out of Oilers fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. We could diversify our economy and just make sure everyone wins the 50-50 once. It's the 50-50 <laughs> economy. Yeah. Everybody gets a turn. This is Alberta's UBI. It's just that everybody wins the 50-50 yeah. once. No, you, don't, you don't know when, but you win it. But like how many, if you had an app on your phone that did 50-50 throughout the day, it's like, oh, it's the 2 o'clock 50-50. Like, oh, here we go. <laughs> would and you do it? I would. Every day yeah, you just have to buy like 20 bucks worth of tickets? And then there'd be like a little thing that showed the winner in an animated dance with some variety. I could see it. It'd be hot shit. Absolutely. Uh, Who doesn't love a good 50-50? Everybody loves 50-50. I didn't know you could do them online. This is news, news to me. So uh, when it comes, like you were saying, Big Milk, people talking on Twitter about what they would do with the money. If you got the pot, two point whatever mil, what is the biggest like Oilers or hockey related purchase? Because like I mean, everyone can do that. Yeah, I'd buy a house and a sweet car. But like, what's your hockey related purchase that you'd get? Uh, 
I, I would restock on nudes jerseys. Maybe a nice like uh, framed photo of that mustache he's rocking last night. I got some hilarious angles of signed, up on a signed photo. You're Absolutely. Rich now. Absolutely. A signed nude mustache photo. <laughs> uh, something like that. A couple of jerseys. Um, I, I, you know me. I'm not, a big, I'm not a big merch guy. Yeah, that's a good point. You could go to Daryl Cates and be like, Hey, Daryl, see your sweet-ass Sky Suite? I want that. Ten games every season. And you get to go sit up there with like Bob Nicholson and Ken Holland and just hang out during games. Connor rookie could, card, the one that's uh, number ninety-seven. Buy that. Yeah, that was like yeah. hundred and thirteen grand US or whatever it was. Could that's that. lunch money with your fifty-fifty money. That's right. I would get 50, season 50 seats, motherfuckers. I'd get season <laughs> seats, but demand that the Oilers put my season seats inside the dressing room. So I don't even. I just watch the game on TVs in there, but then I'm in the room all the time. You think uh, winning two million dollars is going to yeah. give you that kind of flex? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'd you also are a good negotiator. I'd also throw some money around in the uh, the Oilers like the locker room sale because I think it'd be funny to just be like, "This is a Josh Archibald game stick or whatever," and you're like, "Thank you." No, it's just a random conversation piece. You know, <laughs> go to the Oilers locker room sale and buy all the Connor stuff, and then build a full Connor McDavid mannequin with everything. Oh my like, god, I, I that's had- what we need to do. The, I have McDavid shin pads. I have a McDavid jock strap. I have his Under Armour. I have everything McDavid. And just put it on a mannequin and you live with McDavid. Oh, my God. We could build that in the office. We should build that in the office. Other Connor. Yeah, that's Other. a good idea. Alternate Connor would be so inspiring to look at. Uh, God, we need angry Connor tomorrow. Woo! We need Adrian Dater to send out some more bullshit tweets. I, I, uh, you know what? I would bet the farm. That Connor, angry Connor's coming out tomorrow. There's no way he's happy about this. No. There's no way. No, he's counting the seconds for puck drop, and he is going to be shot out of a cannon. Hopefully, everyone else is too. Leon well, was we get pissed a four, off we get yesterday a, too. See, like, those two pissed off is what we need. But other people need to be just as pissed off as they are. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about Cassian earlier in the podcast. You should be leading the parade of rage, my friend. Yes. You didn't bring those chops into town for no reason. You should be rage personified. Like, just be the guy. Be the rage leader. Oscar Kleppbaum should need- be pissed off. Darnell Nurse should be pissed off. Everyone should be pissed. Bear's going to fucking do something good. Yeah. He feels, yeah, he's going to, he's getting, I don't want to guarantee a goal, but he's definitely getting a point. They need, they need to channel this in the right way, right? Not just sit there and be like, oh, fuck. We have, we played so shitty through three games. What are we going to do? No, they he need can't to be do like, that. Fuck you, Chicago, and dial it yeah. in here and run them out of the building 5-1 tomorrow. Just like we did in that Colorado game, puck drop, yeah. first shift, run fucking Brendan Sod, and let's fucking go. They can't, they can't be feeling sorry for themselves, or else they're, they're destined to lose if that's the case. So they need to look. They need to be pissed off. Angry Connor is going to come out. Everybody knows not to look at him or talk to him before puck drop because he is business, McDavid. And then they need to stay out of the fucking box. I honestly believe if they did not have that parade to the penalty box last night, again, deserved or not, we wouldn't be talking about a loss last night. It just completely yeah. ruined the flow of the game. Mm-hmm. Completely ruined it. And they need to get greasy, man, because they had a power play in the opening minutes of the game without even a shot on goal. They were bad. trying to force passes. Yeah. Stop, stop being... Pucks on that. It worked for Chicago. Pucks on it net. worked twice for Chicago in the third period. Stop. We don't need to force passes, boys. Let's just hammer some pucks on Corey Crawford because let's be honest, he hasn't been very good either. They need to be shooting on him from yeah. Ford Hall if they can make it happen. I was just going to say, <laughs> Ford Hall, imagine. Corey Crawford cannot control a rebound to save his life right now. Like, they need to be putting, I agree, like, everything needs to be thrown on net from the bottom yeah. of the circle, top of the circle, other blue line, your blue line, who cares? Like, all of it. And you I know what that you know, means? That means it's that means you got to hammer the over on shots tomorrow. Well, I thought that was what was going to happen last night, and it didn't. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but this is different. Yeah, face the elimination, sure desperate hockey. Yeah, I also want like a guy like a Cassian, who's a great chirper, to be in his ear all day. Every time he is down in Corey Crawford's kitchen, I want him saying something. 
Yeah. How great was the lead after Dreisaitl, I believe it was his second goal, when he did the skate by the Hawks bench and just stared him down? We need more of that. I love that. Fire! Fire! Fire everywhere! That's what we need. Oh, I agree. I thought you were like alerting people that there was a fire. No, just play with the fucking fire. Where is your fire? Jay, was that how you would alert people there was a fire? Is that so? Exactly. If you saw fire right now, would your first move be to go fire, fire everywhere? (laughs) Uh, Oh, that's rich. Absolutely. I think that's the play. As uh, before, we keep moving on here. We didn't get a chance to do this on Monday because we had a. It was basically just the Yurumchuk and Beg Milk show. Although Jay stopped in for right. a little. Uh, but can we get an Oodle Noodle charity update here? Absolutely. Uh, Oodle Noodle this week is partnered up with. Uh, it's called Next Gen. So remember Dusty, the guy that designed uh, yeah, yeah. for Mobilize, who designed the uh, the Moscow tea. Yeah. So he's uh, he's formed a. Um, it's it's it, it's a it's a scholarship um, for indigenous uh, designers to help uh, set up their their company. So cool. it's a scholarship, yeah. So they they apply, they go through that. So he's pretty connected to that community, uh, and then he identifies kind of up and comers, and then sets so and then gives them a scholarship to set up their business from like incorporation to like Shopify fees for a year to buying That's certain awesome. softwares and, and hardwares and all that stuff. So yeah, I know it's super cool. So uh, we're part up with this uh, with with uh, Next Gen this week, and uh, hopefully because uh, of uh, everyone's kind and generous support uh, of Oodle Noodle uh, during this time, you know, hopefully Dusty thinks that it'll be enough to, to provide two to three scholarships. Um, so that's that, that's pretty cool. So that, we, that, should that, a a design, we should yeah, do a box so, design, Jay. We should do a box design. Yeah, already we're already talking about that. Sick. Yeah. Also. Brand new location. Open. Brand new location. Hamptons is open. I was there on Tuesday. Yeah, I was there on Tuesday. I went there for dinner on Tuesday with Sunny. And uh, it was great. The store looks great. Our franchisee, Jignesh, is happy. The neighborhood's been uh, responding and, and, and showing up and ordering food, which we're very grateful for. And, uh, yeah, it's exciting. I'll tell you what I, respect about, what I respect about this store, Jay. I was driving around, and the amount of street signage like on the boulevard those signs you can put in temporary yeah was impressive like they hit every corner for like a five block radius in every direction yeah we gotcha got them good you you, you know it's there good job jignesh yeah no we're very happy He's i'm looking forward it. to making my maiden voyage out there except in my yeah. hood this number we're 14 right serving you number 14 14 is there already plans for 15 uh, like in conceptually, yes, we don't, okay. we don't have anything locked in. Okay. Hey, I saw a guy, Jay, talking to you about Edgemont on Twitter. That is the Edgemont store, right? Yeah. Like Edgemont and Hamptons are kind of the same area. Edgemont's okay, yeah, like the new up and coming side. Yeah, so you yeah. could say Edgemont, but it's, since it's such a new area and yeah. it's connected to Hamptons, it's, we're, we're saying it's the Hamptons area. Hamptons sounds cooler too. Sounds very regal. All right. Well, congrats on the new store, boys. Thank you. Very exciting. We're also brought to you by Nation Beer. I picked up a four-pack of those glorious silver playoff cans the other day. It was at uh, at the Real Canadian Liquor Store is where I got mine. So uh, You can jump you- on, uh, if you are listening to this, you can jump on liquorconnect.com, search up Nation Beer by Dog Island. And you can find all of the places that sells it. Very nice. Very, very And we nice. have another batch canning. Another batch is canning this week, I think, maybe Friday or, or, or Monday. So we're gonna be we're gonna have supply to go deep here. So uh, very exciting. Uh, and yeah, that can is so sick. I actually on the weekend uh, I was at my uh, my friend's lake and uh, I basically drank Nation Beer exclusively all weekend. It was great. Respect. Good for you. I need to go refill before tomorrow night. I also need to refill. I, I I won't lie to you guys. I had some uh, angry midnight beers last night. I had the same thing, well, too. I right couldn't fall asleep, so. and I was like, I need one more drink. Turns out that one more drink was probably not needed at all because I was incredibly hungover this morning. Um, but yeah, Sounds to be like you boys are in the playoffs. That's what it's all about, waking up hungover, 
a little bit glassy-eyed, wondering where you are, what's going yeah. on. Yep. Feeling alive, boys. Feeling Just alive. Permanent <laughs> dusting. Uh, dusty feeling that you have uh, in playoff mode, but uh, I also, great. You know what I love about summer playoff mode? Because obviously we've never had this before. Cruising around Oilers Twitter on a game day and seeing how many people starting early, and I'm talking about noonish, how they're coasting into the game roughing around a 4.5 out of 10. The old wheels are primed before we even started. Especially on these 8.30 puck drops. Like, oh, man. Maybe you see, like, I've been making it a point to not start drinking till 7 because I don't think I have the stamina to start drinking at 1 and still be awake for the end of the game at, like, 11.15. What? Yesterday, I was man. so ready for puck drop, and I'm like, surely to God, it is time for the game. And there was still a whole other oh. game before the fucking game. So long. But fuck with Oilers. Oilers Twitter yesterday and leading up to the game, like, it was, yesterday had just, like, it just was great. Like, I just kept, I was golfing and I kept checking my phone and just all the awesome chatter on Twitter uh, for game day was just wicked. It just got me so amped up. So hopefully uh, everyone's feeling just as pumped tomorrow because we need to bring a lot of positive energy. Let's see those dick pics. Get them on Twitter. Get them out. Get them on. <laughs> this is totally no, unreal. Pick for victory? No, nothing. Okay. E- email <laughs> them to Tyler at OilersNation.com. I'll forward them to the group chat for you. What was oh, uh, bag milk? You told everyone once to send me tasteful nudes, and one yeah. guy sent me an email titled "Tasteful Nudes." Oh no! And then I opened it up, and it was just a <laughs> meme. Course. And I was like, "Thank God, this was just a meme." Like, why would you open that up? You want nudes? You hear that, everybody? Your Jack wants your nudes. You know what? And I'm taking the restrictor off. If you don't want them tasteful, send them. Wait anywhere. a minute! Didn't <laughs> Jay, didn't Jay meet somebody who's with his kids listening to this show? We're talking about this garbage. Mm. Yes, that, my bad. Yes, that did happen. I apologize to all the fathers out there listening to this with their young children. I mean, we also talk about Jujar's hammer all the time, so it's not like this I is know, anything it's new. So he's a, he's so a fantastic bad. carpenter. We're teaching yeah. children far beyond what they need to know. <laughs> uh it, on the topic of Jujar, I actually think he's had a pretty good playoff run here. I the, I like what? that line in general. Yeah, the, their most really? consistent. Really, think he has? Yeah. What has he done? Their most yeah, consistent so line. Their most consistent line has been Neil Chase on and Kara. Kara had like yeah, four shots on goal in game two. He's been killing penalties like a hound. I I haven't been upset with him one bit. Me neither. Okay. I, I I think I want that him to Jujar's... be more physical. I want that line banging and crashing way more. Yeah, but they. Well, been... you know what. Sustaining a I would love a scrap like, and I would love a scrap yeah. in this series. I think that the Oilers desperately need a guy like Jujar, Cassian, whoever. I think they need a scrap in this one. I wouldn't mind seeing that from Cassian. Just sort of first, second shift in game four. Set the tone, man. Go beat the piss out of someone. As much as I don't enjoy advocating violence, like I want Cassian to just you look just at someone. Advocated and, violence as hardcore as you possibly could. I'm yep. fully aware of that. Uh, I just <laughs> wanted to look someone in the eyes and be like, I'm not even giving you a choice. And just beat the piss out of him. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree. He needs to do something. He needs like an influx of energy. And I think that you know what, feeding the mitts to somebody, throwing some hands early in the game, that would get it. That'll get him going. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm very confident the Oilers are still going to win this series. I was. Uh, I, I I am too. Yeah. I like I'm I'm not sitting here going like oh it's over pack it in like don't even bother watching game four like there is still a lot of hockey to go here. Oh yeah, we're yeah no it's Chicago's in trouble but we just got to show up and put in an effort. That's all it needs. Like it's not like we we don't need to like take it to a level we've never been to. We just got to take it to like you know a B level and we're gonna move on to the next series and hopefully figure some shit out. And but, if they uh, bring it to an A level, I mean that. They, it, it would just be fun. It would be nice. It would be nice well, to go be into great. the third period tomorrow and not be like, oh, God, like sitting on pins and needles. It'd be nice to be like, all right, they're up 4-1 here. Like, let's just. Yeah, we do, we deserve an A-level performance tomorrow. We do. We do. Uh, and some discipline. Discipline. Yeah. Discipline, boys. And some I know. physicality. Physicality. Everyone, everyone feels safe on the Blackhawks roster right now. Oh, everyone yeah. I guarantee well, and that's that's, that's another problem away. I have too. I, I just I would love to see a guy like Jujar or uh, Cassian crumple up a, a Blackhawk and throw him into the stands. Do you know what I mean? Like they need some kind of rage, anger. Uh, boys, I gotta cut uh, this short. It is pouring outside, and I've got to move all these golf clubs in, into the car. So 
I got to cut you boys uh, loose here. Uh, that's why they call it real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jay, we got a race scenario here. Yeah, what are you doing? Give us a prediction for tomorrow and something specific that's going to happen. Give us like the Gregor game day prediction. Ooh, okay. Um, I think, yeah, I think I, uh, I'm going 4-1. Um, Bear is getting a point. And I think Cassian's going to finally wake up. Cassian's going to murder someone tomorrow. There we go. And Thanks, when I mean Jay. murder, I mean hit someone. Very hard. Like a freight train. Yep. All right, there we go. Now, before you go, Jay, who are you rolling with in this trip? You got T-Fence and Jerry White there? Jerry White and Dr. Dan Devlin. No, Dr. Devlin, back in the house. No That's T-Fence. why we're here. He's, 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 a, he's, a, he's as part of his residency. He's got to do a rural residency, and it's an Invermere of all oh, places, yeah, which is just magic land. So, uh, yeah, no, that's that's our foursome. Our doctor friend. Well, say hello to everybody, please. Will do. It's real life. I can co-op the podcast and talk to my friends. You're him, Jack. Fuck. <laughs> All right, boys. Best of luck tomorrow. Go others. Go others. Wanye, can you give me uh, your game day prediction with something oddly specific sprinkled in there? Yeah, fuck. Why don't we, you don't need to go just because Jay has to put golf clubs out of the rain. I'm not indoors. I'm not raining on shit. I think the others are going to win the series, man. I think the others are going to go to the cup final. I think that it's, it's taking a little bit longer. to. You know, they're not in game shape. They're a little bit rusty. They're taking lazy penalties because guys maybe are losing the step here and there. I think it'll sort itself out, and better teams going to win. Bag milk. I'm going to go my not so obvious game day prediction because I know that's what you're looking for, Tyler. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm going to go yeah. a Josh Archibald goal, and it's going to come shorthanded. Oh, I dig that. That would oh. get the boys fired up. Yeah. Ethan Bear redemption play. I would put that as my obvious game day prediction, actually. Wow. wow. I think Ethan Bear is going to – listen, the look on his face when that puck went in, yeah. devastated. Yeah. He played well. He's been one of those Oilers' strongest defensemen all series long. And I think he's going to use that as motivation to kind of show the boys, hey, I was trying to make a play. It didn't go the way I wanted. Let's do this. And he, I wouldn't be surprised at all, Wanya, if he, if he came out and scored a beauty. I just I wouldn't. I betcha. Love Bear. I love how he plays. I think he's going to play for a long-ass time in this league because he doesn't like put himself in bad positions. He isn't like reckless where he's going to get injured. He moves the puck around. I think Ethan Bear is going to be a good other Z-man for a long-ass time. Also, you know what, Ethan Bear? I loved Chris Cuthbert's idea last night on the broadcast that he should be allowed to wear his name and Cree on the back of his jersey whenever he wants kind of thing. I love that yeah. jersey. I thought it looked super cool. Yeah. And just like from a from a, a merch perspective, how many of those would sell? If oh, you Mark, I would buy it? one of those in the New York Minute. How good exactly. is Cuthbert? Oh, Unreal. we are so lucky. Like, because I've been watching a lot of hockey. It's basically been on at the Castle Milk all day. <laughs> so going from Cuthbert to Houston to Cuthbert to Houston to Cuthbert to Houston, like we are so lucky to have Chris yeah. Cuthbert doing the calls. And I think Louie's doing a great job too. Yep. I love I love that pair and how they're analyzing the game and the way that they're calling it. I think did you great. see the guy lip off Simpson on Twitter about taking a bad play by play call and he wasn't even there? He's like, I'm in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> That's peak Twitter, isn't it? Oh yeah, fuck. Twitter is on fire right now. It was like last night in the wrap up comments. One of the first comments, um, and the, the dude got piled on very quickly. I should add, was uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins needs to do something out there. He's not doing anything. And everybody's oh, like, dude, he's got seven points in three games. Can he play better? Of course, everybody can. But <laughs> don't say he's not doing anything. That's ridiculous. Uh, I, oh, I wanted to give an update on this as well. Uh, we have our Nation podcast and friends hockey pool. Up. Yeah, what's that all about? Who's in sixth place? What, what, so me? here's the standings update. First place, Rick from the Pint and from Oilers Nation Radio. Oh, he's sitting in first Rick. place. 108 points. Second place, our good friend Jordan Buhat. He's got 100 points as well. Uh, as you move down, fourth place, you got Jay. Fifth place, Nation Dan. Sixth place, Wanye, the sex man. What up? Oh, yeah, okay. And uh, also tied with you, we have Chris Seger from Stryker. And then rounding out the top 10, uh, Colin Carrier, Dylan Cardinal, 
Brad Stepanko's in a tie for 10th, and so is Doug Ottaway. And then you got to go way, way down, and you find Bagged Milk in 22nd. And then you got to go way, 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 way down and find me in dead last place. Now, aren't you the guy in the show, your <laughs> who actually knows everything yes. and goes in the dressing room and shit? Yes. And aren't I the guy in the show that you can't not let come on because I started the website and the podcast? <laughs> well, I, I think but I actually... Team- but I actually don't know anything. Isn't that the roles on the show? <laughs> it's a long time. But playoffs. I'm whooping you at the draft? How the hell? This is like, how could this be? Well, one of the teams I picked, the Rangers, has already been eliminated. So that's not great. Um, but I kind of put together a team that I think is built for a longer run. Like, I got a couple of Dallas stars. They haven't been doing anything lately. Um, but they still have a full best of seven. I got a bunch of Capitals, some Flyers. Uh, I got Colorado as one of my teams. So they got they got a lot of hockey ahead of them here. I'm not going to have very many players eliminated early. So I think I'm built for a long run. My right. my if I'm going to defend my team, I've got some Bruins on my team that aren't doing jack yeah. shit right now. So I, I feel confident that I'm going to get out of the basement here, Wanya. I don't know if I'm going to get to the penthouse, but maybe a nice duplex. Well, here's how my strategy was: I picked every single Oiler, then I clicked on Taylor Hall, then laughed super meanly, and then clicked on whoever was underneath them. And then the rest they just filled in basically randomly. Seems to be working. How's that make you feel, your M Chuck getting beaten by a random chat? Long it's a long playoffs. It's it's gonna be a All while. I know is that we're not gonna talk about this these results on Oilers Nation Radio because Rick will be insufferable. Oh yeah. I respect it. Speaking I of Oil- speaking of Oilers Nation Radio, if you want more content to get you hyped up and ready for game four. Obviously, you have this podcast, which is released the day before. We're going to have a fresh episode of Oilers Nation Radio dropping bright and early on game day. So you'll have that. I'll also have the pregame podcast going up as well. And then all the normal stuff. Gregor's game day breakdown. Everything you're used to. But really, you could just listen to the podcasts almost all day. I'll also be doing Nation Happy Hour. I'll be doing it at 4 o'clock on Friday. Uh, because it's the early start, 4.45 start. So we're going to talk to some people on Instagram, preview the game, and... uh, Lots of content on the nation these days. I've been having and a great time hopping in on those with you. It has been fun. We've been talking betting. We've just been talking predictions. People are excited. And you know what? I still think that Oilers fans, generally speaking, are excited for tomorrow's game. I, I think it's way too early to push the panic button. There is nothing that could bring out the best in the boys than the pressure of an elimination game. At least that's what I'm choosing to believe. Oh, my God. They're going to shit kick the boys. you got to sit back and be cool. You want to know what I did for Eggnuts? It's the big game changer at Wanya Manor. Please. Mini Freezy. Oh, nice. And the box was plentiful. There must be 10,000 in this box. Mm. And every time I find myself getting worked up, I just go and get myself a little Mini Freezy. I did the same thing. I did the same thing with a family-sized box of Pizza Pops. I am Pizza Pop rich right now. Uh, It's not the same, though, because if you have have to wait and it's piping hot and you'll scald your mouth, when you're right. spazzing a playoff hockey, all you need is a mini freezing. And a nation beer. Well, nice combination. I actually, truth be told, would crack open the top of the freezy, and then I have like a little eyedropper, and I was putting vodka into them. Were you really? Yeah, mushing them up and then making like little tiny alcoholic squirpies. Because I got to yeah. say, during this heat wave, I've been ordering, and this is, I understand this is the laziest fucking thing I can do, but I don't care. I, it's playoffs, so I don't care. I've been ordering via Uber Eats uh, Slurpees all day. Like, I've been ordering a lot of Slurpees. Really? And they, they show, oh, yeah, absolutely. They show up depending on what flavor I get. Like, I just went with the standard Pepsi one the other day. Pour a little rum in there. I got a cream soda one the day before that. Pour a little vodka in there. Summer playoffs, baby. You saw my outfit, Tyler. I'm ready to drink. Oh, yeah. Hey, Thank big you. I cut the sleeves off my shirt. Go ahead. How do you, where are the uh, podcast rankings in Apple? I wanted to give an update on where all our podcasts are at. Uh, you just got to go in, you got, you got to go into podcast. You got to go to podcast store and then click on the sports category and you just have to scroll through. Really? Do you have to count? Yeah. Well, they're numbered. Are they? Yep. Can yeah. you yeah, they're numbered. screenshot your check and put it on the show Insta? Well, yeah, I want to try to figure out how to do that, but I can't... Uh... Are we like 196 in the world or something? The problem is if we got bumped off, which is possible, but I'm you like... What? How can we possibly... 
We have momentum. We have playoffs. Jay literally left with 10 minutes left because he had something better to do. <laughs> Is that the kind of move you would expect from a podcast that got bumped off the top 200? I wouldn't say so. I, I, I like how so I don't. I wouldn't even say Jay had anything better to do. He he was like, "Well, got to go lift these golf clubs because apparently the three guys he was with couldn't yeah. lift golf clubs." What is that about? Just minimal effort. We should rename this "Minimal Effort." I like that. That's mm-hmm. gonna be my new podcast: Minimal Effort, Maximum Sexual Frustration. Uh, it looks like we did get bumped off the t- top two hundred list. So we out of a fuck. What Are you? We fucked? did. Um, so if you're yep. listening to this, you know, maybe you have a group of four or five people that you watch the games with. If you could do us a favor, send them a link, get them to listen to the podcast. Maybe they've never listened. It's better when you listen with friends. Everything's better when you do it with friends. Subscribe, rate, yes. comment, let us know how we're doing. Please. Tell an uncle, cousins. Get back into the two, top 200. If you have children, bring them close so they can hear our swears. Yes. Absolutely. They got to learn somewhere. Might as well be from us. Might as well. And enjoy the oh, Oilers game. That's what we're saying. Enjoy the Oilers Always game. enjoy their... You know what? Crack I want to go around game. the horn quickly. Yep. Well, of course. They go hand in hand. I want to go around the horn quickly because you asked Jay for a prediction. Tyler, what's your prediction for tomorrow? I'm going to say it is a 6-2 to two Oilers win. That's my score prediction. My not-so-obvious like game day prediction is that the Oilers will get a goal from each line. I think one Ooh. goal from oh. each line. I think it's going to oh, be a like deep that. game. They're going to get scoring from everywhere. It'll be, you know, like McDavid and Drysaddle will get their goals. Love it, as expected. But then I think, like, Athanasiu will get one, and I think, like, Chase on or Neil will pick one up as well. And it'll be four lines all getting in on the action, and it will be a ton of fun. It's going to be a big win. I'm calling that tomorrow. Also, hey, I, I know we're probably going to talk about this a lot on Oilers Nation Radio as well, Bag Milk, but do you think it's time Tippett goes back to the Nugent Hopkins Yamamoto Drysaddle line? Yeah, I would. Why not? I would. I think. Well, unless here, but here's the problem: who's going to fill in for Tyler Ennis? Because that would get bumped up to the Connors line. Would that be asking to see you? I'd go Neil, Cassie, and McDavid. I wouldn't mind that either. And I wouldn't then, mind that. I, I would. I think because I think Yamamoto also needs to get going a little bit. He does. I, not that. Not that he hasn't been trying yeah. hard. He's been a lot of hustle, a lot of grind. He's throwing his body around. But like, I think that if he got a goal under his belt, I think that would just kind of leave, uh, release some pressure for him and he would, you would go supernova from there. I could see that. I'm hopeful. Yeah. How can you not? That's what I'm it's playoff say. season. It's playoff season. All right. That's going to do it for another episode of the real life podcast. Reminder, fresh episode of Oilers nation radio in the morning, fresh episode of the pregame podcast coming a little bit later in the morning. And don't forget to tell your friends, rate, subscribe, download all that jazz, real life podcast available everywhere. Wait, 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 you get wait, the wait. Podcast from yes. You want to know my prediction? Yes. Shut up. Oh. All right. I dig it. What's up with that, bitches? Shut up. Play out. I'd love to see it. Love to see it. We'll talk about this all on Monday when hopefully we get a chance to set up. Not hopefully. We will get a chance to set up the Oilers' second round matchup. Thanks for tuning into the Real Life Podcast. Wanye Bag Milk, Jay Who Left Early. I'm Tyler Uremchuk. Download, subscribe, all that jazz. Enjoy the Oilers game. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.